Welcome to It Came From A Podcast. This is episode 24. It's March 12th, 2016. And in this episode, we talk about the new Ghostbusters trailer, as well as the second Civil War trailer featuring Spider-Man, or Under Ruse. We'll also give you our thoughts on 10 Cloverfield Lane, and much more. So, as always, stick around. Came from a podcast. My name is Sergio I.M. and joining me always Ricky Casman. Yeah, there you go. See, don't look at yourself. That's the trick with streaming live. I just really, I really like my hat. All the crazy kids constantly look at I each like other. I like my hat a lot, so I'm looking at the hat. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so, anyways, today we're talking about a lot of crazy things because we went to go see uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. So good. On Wednesday. So good! Instead of doing our topic. So I mean, was, our, our show. It was kind of it was kind of worth not doing the show for me. It worked out, I think, so because good. now we have an additional few stories to talk about, which is the movie, of course, and Civil War released their second trailer too. Yeah, so what a crazy that's one. A, a lot of stuff happened this week. So we have a lot to talk about. So let's see how quickly we can rush through some of this. It'll be like a four-hour episode. Four hours at least. But uh, first off, we have Ghostbusters. The trailer was finally released. We saw it, and then it was met with a lot of backlash, and I. I believe recently the director said something about fuck the haters. Paul Haig, Paul Fag, yeah. So what what happened was well, a lot of things happened. The trailer came out and uh, people did not like this trailer. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, they said it was very campy, very cheesy, very confusing because the trailer starts out saying 30 years ago this team, now a new team. So we know it's not a sequel. It's a reboot. So yeah. I don't even know why they would bring up the whole 30 years ago thing. So I actually put some notes on that because it's a little it's a little weird because it's one of those movies where I'm saying I'm calling it. The, this is how I'm thinking about it. It pulls a Force Awakens. It's pulling a Force Awakens is the terminology I want to use for it because it's. It's not a sequel, but it's a reboot that's aware of the previous movie. Except Force Awakens takes place in the actual continuity, whereas this one does not. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Well, it's it's a little... Yeah, you're right that it is, in a sense... Force, Awak- Force, in- Force Awakens is a sequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day. This, yeah, you're this right, you're right. This one's not... Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the idea in Force Awakens is that the idea is that the first movies are like, it's a myth, right? It's like legend kind of thing. But they happened. Yeah. And that's what they're not aware of, though. Right. Okay. So that's, I guess, where I was taking a little mixed up there. But nonetheless, um, so that's, I think, what's going on here, though, in the sense that it's not a sequel, even though it probably is. I I think they straight up said it was not part of the same universe. But the first thing in the trailer. I don't don't understand why it's not. That's what I'm saying, is that it's it's self-aware that that happened, you know? So, I don't know. I think that's the first thing that threw me off. Now, the other thing is I'm seeing that people either love it or hate it. I, I'm not seeing any in between. Like, oh, it looks okay. See, I'm that person. I'm in between. I, I've i been looking forward to the movie a lot. I mean, the, for years I've been trying to make another one. Um, I, I have no problem with the all-female cast. I think the, the cast is cool. Um, I think it's cool that they're making a female team. My, my, my whole issue with the trailer is that it's, it looks like they're going for like the campy and the cheap 
like laughs, which is kind of what I was a little afraid of. Yeah. Because um, the old movies didn't really have that kind of humor. They were funny as hell, but they didn't have that kind of humor. Like here, there's like some weird like I don't know. It it looks really really campy. Um, which is what I'm a little afraid of. I didn't hate the trailer. I, I liked a lot of it. I think visually it looks awesome. People are complaining about the CGI. I think the CGI actually looks cool. I think it looks um, amazing. Uh, the thing is, I, I think two people are are comparing it to the original too much. And in my opinion, that that everything that happened for the original Ghostbusters was so perfectly timed. Like the the cast worked so well together. The idea of the story within that time was just perfect for that time. The 80s had that type of humor that I can't really, I, I don't see that anymore. And um, on top of that, the story was just a mixture of like this really cool idea of like, you know, of ghosts mixed with, you know, that kind of horror comedy aspect. I don't know, it's a, right. it's a good blend of, it's like the, a perfect blend, it's like the Powerpuff Girls, you yeah, know what I mean? I, like, I, I, I think you hit it on the, on, the, on the nose. I think it was the, the original two, the the first one specifically, um, they were so good because of the the chemistry of the cast. I don't know if this cast has that chemistry. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Now that's the the one thing I want to move on to is the fact that it's a heavily SNL favorite right. cast. Like, I, and I hate. I hate I hate to say it because she's the one that's been getting the most heat on like social media, and like um, okay. your dog's your dog's going crazy. Yeah, that's her dog. Over um, there. what was I gonna say? My my least favorite cast member of SNL is Leslie Jones. Yeah, and it's 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 simply because I feel like her comedy and the wish it's very very over the top, which I don't know if. If, if for me it'll fit with this movie she's been getting unfortunately she's been getting a lot of hate on Twitter people are getting really personal with her Paul Feige had to step in and like defend her and like my whole issue with her it's nothing about her just I, I, I don't know if her style of comedy necessarily fits the Ghostbusters world Um, I did read that, that her role was originally written for Melissa McCarthy and then they moved Melissa McCarthy to a more prominent role to give Leslie Jones this role so I, I, I don't know Um, I really like Kate McKinnon I think she's she's the uh, I think she's the best person in SNL right now so I'm I'm really excited for her in the movie. Melissa McCarthy's whatever for me. And what's her face? Not forget her name. Uh, um, uh, no, I, uh, don't tell me because I don't even know. Kristen Wiig. So look, uh, I watch SNL every week, every week, and I just never watch. I, I, I never like remember the names. They never stick in my head. I'm just so bad at it. I think they all blend together. But look, the thing with SNL is that uh, if you watch it. You'll probably like it more, and that, I'm saying that because I liked what I saw, but I did not compare it to the original Ghostbusters. You can't. If, if, you know, if I did, I can easily see how you'd hate it. I can easily see, oh, you know, you'd bash it on the spot. And, of course, everyone's now using the fact that it's all a uh, full woman, you know, like it's all... Uh, it's all women which in the cast. I'm fine which, with. It doesn't bother me at all. I've, you know, I, I, it doesn't. I've never even thought of it that way. Like I said before, what I'm scared of is, is the type of humor that they're going to use in the movie. That's 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 what, what I'm saying. Me. Yeah, it does seem very slapstick, like cliches, but it's a lot of humor that you see in SNL. So when I saw that kind of stuff, I was like, this is this. I can see this as a skit playing out in SNL. And um, you know, SNL has a few movies out there where it's a majority of the cast that makes up the, yeah, the main yeah, cast, yeah. at least in those movies. And sometimes. It's it's hit and miss you know there's some movies that are really good like anchorman where it has a lot of the snl cast right and uh, you know it doesn't have to be current or anything it's not even connected really with snl i believe but sometimes it's swing and a miss you'll have horrible movies and really good movies and yeah. i feel like this is one of those things where they should not have included maybe maybe the whole you know everyone that's it's, connected it's, to it's snl because i feel like literally literally the only person i mean you have two current snl members and then you have 
an ex SNL member and yeah. somebody who might as well have been an SNL, which is Melissa McCarthy. So, um, yeah. I, um, I, the new song is dope, though. I like the new song. The new, yeah, it was the, fun. It was the re, fun. The, the re- but of the, someone remade the trailer using I, the. I saw it. Yeah, and that actually made it feel better. Yeah, really they got rid of they got rid of the thirty years ago thing. And they kind of re-edited it to get rid of some of the stupid humor in it. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll yeah, we'll see. see how it goes. Um, you know, that aside, let me see. Um, this is that goes back to sequels taking over Hollywood. Like we said, like it's very common to see sequels everywhere for a good reason. A lot of people that you know were watching these movies as kids or when they were younger it's, are now it's expecting the, it's them the to come back. It's the nostalgia factor. Yeah, and this will always happen. I think you know, watching newer movies, it, it's a bigger risk for studios to to try something new sometimes. Uh, that aside, we did get Slimer though, so I think that was a huge positive. I, I heard we're getting the the high C ecto coolers back. I think Paul Feig confirmed on Twitter. Oh right? really? Which is really cool. That's, that's funny. That's, that's a huge funny. part of our childhood, or whatever. So we'll get that's to drink funny. the high C with Slimer on the the front. I I, I love high C, so I have no problem with that. Uh, next up, we want to talk about Power Rangers because oh. we talked about it. Last Wednesday, like, and as soon as we talked about it, the the, the first look came out. Like the second, yeah. the second we put out that episode, that first look came out. So, literally the day before, I mean right after, or yeah. was it the day? It of? was. It was. We recorded the episode at night, and then the next day at like ten in the morning, eleven in the morning, that that first look picture went up. So that was hilarious. And it's them like on a, like on a like on a. On a rock. Rock clip. Yeah. So, um, who was it? Entertainment Weekly? Uh, I believe. It was was EW. So, it was a a costumeless group photo, first off. If you haven't seen it, don't get excited. It's um, a coming-of-age story, is what they said in the press release. Which is which? It's fine, because that's what the original show is. Yeah, that's normally what it's it's about. But I just love that that wording. It just always comes off very cheesy and corny. I think we got... So, to to go back to the last episode where we talked about that, I think we got punked, because you know how I mentioned the whole thing in the other episode about how... Originally, we heard it was going to be a reboot, and then it was like, oh, no, it's going to be part of the actual continuity. The more that I see things, it has to be a reboot. Like, there's no way that it's not a reboot. Like, it does not—it's, like, the exact same story as the original show with the same names and everything. Yeah. It has to be a reboot. Well, then, it, it, yeah, that's what it, exactly yeah, it what has it is. to be a reboot. Now, look, what, one of the things they did say is um, that they're not friends— so they're all the, enemies at the beginning, right. and I think that's isn't that how it starts off originally? Like there's just like different they're, people. They're, they're like, kind they of just other. there. They're all like different cliques, or whatever, and then they Zordon brings them all together. Yeah. When Angel Grove and you know, I remember liking that because as a kid, I always looked up to people in high school because I was like, that's so cool, right? <laughs> so and then I was, you know, looking back on it, it's super cheese, but nonetheless, um, you know, it makes sense for this to happen. Has, based has, on the original. has your daughter seen Power Rangers the original no. show? No, no you not yet. No. Uh, but one of the things they talked about was character races swapped to remove race-based colors. Thank God. It makes, okay? yeah, it makes Thank sense. Thank God. It's it so offensive sense. when, you know, I, I, I'm not going to even say it, but it just makes... When the Black Ranger's black? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it comes off like one of those things when, like, when the really, guys? When the Yellow Ranger is Asian? You know what? <laughs> I wanted to say something about having a Hispanic Power Ranger we and have, then we I have cut one. it out. No, I know, but I was going to say no. something, but I'm not going to say it. What color, but, what, what color would you have given That's what I'm saying. I'm what color? What color? No, but listen, Costume updates. We're also getting costume updates, and but this is a cool thing though. Um, this could be really cheesy, but they have the Weta workshops people doing it. I would have given the Hispanic Ranger red because it's spicy. 
That's actually probably better than what I would have said. <laughs> um, so these guys did yeah, costumes for Lord of the Rings. We just working on it. That, that, that was awesome. Yeah, and I love them. They, I bought some of their props from like. Um, from I games hope, and, stuff. and I know it didn't work. I know it didn't work in Green Lantern, but I hope that there. I hope there's a little bit of CGI to their suits because I think I think it'll look cool. There's like a CGI, not completely, but like a little CGI it'll element. Look amazing. It'll look amazing to their yeah. suits. Now, um, this is a quote from the actual article or the press release. They're not really suits that people get into. They're suits that they morph, morph into. To our kids and I love how they say our kids right so they already have this almost metaphysical quality which is awesome so I'm just so the, the Green Lantern that's pretty much the same thing right but probably better hopefully better I mean I'm guessing it'll probably be similar to that we're just working on it so it's gonna be good what, I, I remember there's something like in some anime or some show or something where like the costume comes out of the belt it's almost like Flash you know I, like the ring I'm sure, I'm sure that the, the costumes will feel very whereas the other ones the original ones felt very plasticky and like whatever I'm sure these will feel very organic I'm sure you'll see like, I'm thinking Spider-Man you'll, you'll see some of the muscle you'll see you know what I'm saying like yeah. I, I yeah the the the, the helmet will probably be a little less bulky and it more like molded into the face mm-hmm, I, yeah. I feel um, I'm s- I, you know I don't know if they can make it look cool as much as it because it's so cheesy I'm probably but it's I'm a probably, good thing I'm though I'm probably more excited for this than, than what I should be I, sh- I probably should not be as excited you know it's always exciting as... when it's something like this because it's such a small amount of revealed things and um I'm excited for it. I, know, hope, I, I, I hope if, it's something I want to go watch. I hope this. I wonder if so. Jason David Frank, for those who don't know, the uh, the actor who played uh, Tommy Oliver in the original series, the Green Green Ranger, White Ranger. Yeah. Uh, eventually, he was a Black Ranger, and uh, not Neil when they came after him. He is like the biggest ambassador for Power Rangers. Like he still goes to conventions and oh yeah yeah yeah. And he's, You're right. I, he's, the big Ranger too oh, sometimes, don't they? Yeah, no, but like he is like he always there. He lives, breathes Power Rangers. Like I no. have him on social media. He's always posting about it. Um, he's hinted at the fact that but he like, has nothing to do with it. He's he's insinuated that he's gonna like. He, I wish he made a cameo. He's been trying to get a um. It, he's been he's been pushing for like some kind of cameo, and he's been talking to Saban like a bunch. So I wouldn't doubt it if he's in the movie. I don't think he'll be playing Tommy. I but... think a cameo would be super important to be honest. As in like maybe them handing something down to them in a metaphorical way. You know. You know. You know I just thought you know what'd be dope is if he played. Maybe not physically, but at least like like if he was the voice of Zordon or something yeah, like like awesome. that would yeah. be a dope like. Why like, does Zordon have to be a white bald guy? Doesn't have to be exactly. I mean, not, especially <laughs> in 2016 when we have you know. Uh, yeah, of course. Multiracial cast. All right, so next up we have uh, Joseph. Gordon Levitt. My favorite actor. You know what? He's one of my favorite he is people. My favorite I think actor. because I remember seeing him in. Um, Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, when he was a young lad. He was a he was he looked like he was in in Hanson. He had the like, he, he, had, like? he had the long hair. Yeah, yeah. he looked like the, the, the fourth <laughs> member of Hanson. I remember that. Um, what was his first big movie? Uh, big movie. I don't remember what his first one was, but the reason I like I'm, I'm not use the words. The reason like I fell in love with him as an actor is five hundred. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I'm the same way. High five. That's I, you know what I love the Notebook too. I just want to bring that up. Five hundred. I want to bring that up. Is it's my favorite. It's my favorite movie. Um, it's I love I adore that movie. That's when I saw that movie. I was like I fell in love with him and with Zoe D. Um, I yeah. This is one of my favorite, if not my favorite movie. Um, yeah, but you know what? He also has an astounding career. Oh yeah. I don't know if you've seen most of his films, but there's some films that I mean he plays every role what, you can what, think what's of. the one he did the one he wrote and directed the one he did with uh with, well, I don't know with um what's her face with um was wow. it recent yeah it was the one where he played a Guido uh oh it was yes, Scarlett yeah. Johansson yeah I know what you mean yeah I completely forgot yeah, it, was, yeah. it was good that one was fun too but the one um 
You know what? This this is why we we need to write more notes. <laughs> but look, either way, great actor. Let's just keep it at that. Um, Sandman by Neil Gaiman. He's the executive producer, by the way, uh, because this is what we're talking about right now is the Sandman adaption. Right, adaptation. Yeah. Yeah, and. Um, producing uh, this is a producing deal with warner brothers that joseph or joe like he calls himself joe right. let's call him joe like we know him. he calls himself regular joe that's yeah, like his, regular like, joe. That's his thing uh he was the executive producer on looper which by the way amazing movie looper was so yeah. good yeah he i mean the makeup on him actually made him look like bruce willis the guy yeah, who directed looper is now directing episode eight so yeah right um so his series he has a his series that's it's called um hit record hit record on which is uh, like a, on peon, i think it's on peon it's like almost like a crowdsourced yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, 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 it's i cool. love the, it's a community it's it sounds a, it's awesome cool. yeah cool. so anyways he had a producing deal with warner brothers and on a facebook post and this has happened last week yeah. he talked about some issues that came up and it's a little it gets a little awkward uh sandman catalog shifted from vertigo to d to dc to new line new yeah, lines to, right to, yeah. i'm on yeah well i mean dc adds, yeah owns vertigo so this shifted over to new line and that created this issue now right. and due to creative differences with new line he dropped out yeah he's no longer connected to the project which sort of sucked because, I, you know what i i saw this and i was actually happy about it because it's two people i really like in general i'm gonna be honest with you yeah i don't know if he would have been a good fit for sandman well, the thing is, he wanted to stick to the actual story really like know. strongly. And the thing is, he although he disconnected from the from the film, Neil Gaiman is wishing him nothing but the best. Right, 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 and I'm right. guessing that means they had a good relationship uh, relationship together that they were working well together, but maybe New Line came in and they wanted to take it in a whole different direction. And you know what? I can see how that can be an issue. Um, he he had been working on it for a while for like Yeah, yeah. This was announced. Years. Yeah, yeah. This was announced well. Anyways, we do have a quote from that Facebook post and it says, "A few months ago, I came to realize that the folks at New Line and I just don't see eye to eye on what makes Sandman special and what a film adaptation could should be so unfortunately i decided to remove myself from the project so what i like about this is that he is defending his right. his view right and instead of sticking with it and you know saying well whatever i'm getting paid he's deciding to stay away and from he it. did it he did it in a very respectful way he yeah did, he like, didn't burn any bridges no in animosity. my opinion i don't think he did yeah, yeah. no animosity um you know he's he's got if, if, if he felt he couldn't do it, I'm glad he dropped out instead of sticking I don't know it. if it's it's because he couldn't do it, or I feel maybe he had an, this completely... No, he, he couldn't do it his way is what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So, um, and then on Twitter, Neil Gaiman said, and for the record, my respect for at Hit Record Joe, that's his Twitter name, yeah. is undiminished. Getting to know him was the best bit of the last round. He's special. He, he's awesome. Yeah, so... I hope this isn't one of those things that turns out badly, and then we can say, whoa, he he actually dodged a bullet by doing that. Because I love Sandman. I mean, I have literally, like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I was rereading it, and I'm at six again, yeah. So, um, I actually haven't read the new stuff, though. I, I haven't that. read the, yeah. the, new, the new stuff either. But, you know, Sandman is such a unique take on, uh, like, this kind of mythology. Yeah. It's so great, and I really need this to be good. I need this to be good. I, I need this. I think I think we're still a couple years off from seeing it. I don't think we'll see uh, it anytime soon. I, I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna take their time with developing it correctly. Um, but, of course, since we're talking about that... Sandman works better as a TV show. I think you should do it as a TV show. No. You know why? I think it just dies out. It doesn't but there's so, last. There's so, there's so much... But there's such a cinematic aspect to it. When you think about the set design, in my opinion, yeah, but, it's 
so vast and just at, epic. Look at TV shows now. They're super No, 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 of course. But I feel like now TV shows, it, when they go on, uh, when they start a TV show, their whole goal is to keep it going as long as possible. So there's no actual ending in sight. I mean, you have enough. I mean, Game of Thrones has an ending in sight. Season 8, at the end of season 8. I don't like, know. I feel like if it does so well, that they'll probably find some excuse Preacher, to keep it going. Preacher's a TV show. It's coming out as a TV show now on AMC. I, I think, I personally think Simon You know, Japan those. has a really good thing going with anime where some of it has like 23 episodes done cowboy bebop for example an astounding like epic 23 and now. 23 it's full, done full metal uh they don't bring it back they let it die yeah, yeah so that i can see that if it was a short like live show okay sure why not but i i feel like oh the adventures of sandman you know what i mean like oh and then flash comes into this episode uh, or something it, like that it, it would have to be a, a dark uh, uh it would have to be a cable like a cable yeah yeah um so next up since we're still on the topic of movies this is an interesting one because I thought this was a complete joke and it actually ended up happening and it's 23 Jump Street X Men in Black and it's happening this is actually so happening I remember this makes this, no sense I remember when this first came out during the the Sony hack when, mm-hmm. when Sony got hacked yeah they, so outside of all the, the executive executive nudes that popped up you, you know what though I I don't know I know it's gonna I actually don't have I think it could be good if they do it a certain way if they if they respect if they respect the history set by the by the original movie with the characters from 23 jumps from 22 jumps 21 jump street sorry it could be kind of good because they have really good chemistry together well the thing is I think okay so look of course we're gonna talk about men in black because the way it ended was like that little story with Will Smith and and what's his name? Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, it ended. It cut off at that point, right after the third one. Now what they're gonna do is um, they're gonna reboot the series using this right. as a platform. Right. So Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones not on board for that right, reason. Right, right. This was a big thing. They wanted to make sure everyone knows this it's, is not. Right, right, right. So yeah. this I almost I almost take this like the Power Rangers thing where I, I feel like they're gonna bring young people into it. Like you know Will Smith was really young when he started Men in Black. This is like right after French Prince it and he was, started, you know. It, it wasn't his first role, but it was I think it was uh, like, it, it was no. his first. It was one of his first big breakout roles. Yeah. So um, I, I'm happy about this. It's sounds exciting it sounds random but you know what though i feel like with it, 23 jump street it, they can have that kind of it fun it could it could be good now you know what i'm curious though do you think the guys from 23 jump street will somehow be involved with men in black or is this just a like a, a way to like cool. you know, get people into men in black uh lord and miller yeah um they have a lot on their plate they're, yeah they they're, do. doing, they're doing han solo they're doing um so i don't I wouldn't want to see a 21 Jump Street sequel without them, but this is its own. This isn't. It's it's the two guys from 21 Jump Street joining the Men in Black, so it, it's kind of a different feel to it. So I don't know. Um, if if they're not directing, I hope that Lord and Miller at least produce. Yeah, I mean, well, um, James, um, is it Bobbin? James Bobbin, Muppets, Flight of the Concords. He um, may be directing this. Um, so, anyways. It sounds like something that's completely out of whack, it's out of sync with what movies is. Correct. Uh, you know, what, what you're used to seeing. But I love it. I love the idea. And it, I think it's completely different. And, and, it, and it goes, I think everybody's trying to create, like, not, I think after Marvel, everybody's trying to create, like, their own shared universe. Every sort of, their own yeah, shared no. universe. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah. I like the idea of a shared universe because then you can, you feel like this movie is worth something to the next one. Even Ghostbusters supposedly is, like, creating a shared universe where they're going to make, like, 
other movies with like other teams. Like Channing Tatum was rumored to be in one of them for a while. So like, oh, that's funny. I feel like everybody's trying to do the shared universe. Yeah, do like a worldwide um, Ghostbusters <laughs> kind of thing. That'd be funny. Um, but like, it, I mean, it could it could be really really good, and it could be really 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 bad. Yeah. So it's, I, it's, it's 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 gonna be hit or miss. Um, all right, so we do have two other movie-related things to talk about, which is shuffling along as we go. Um, do you want to do Civil War, or do you want to talk about Ten Cloverfield? Let's Lane? do uh, Let's do Civil War first. It's, the, it's right. like our main thing. So, all right, so look, I can describe the trailer for you. It's pretty much action, punches, awesomeness, a costumes, little, a little feel, some faces, some, some feels, model faces, some feels, and um, no one cared about ninety percent of the whole trailer because it's you, you're used to it at that point. You know what civil war, uh, civil war is going to be about, and everyone forgot about Black, Black Panther for some reason. Like it was a huge thing for me. I was like, dude, Black Panther is in this. Yeah, and everyone's like, fuck, Black, get out of here, Black Panther. He looks, dope. He looks dope. He, I think he's an amazing character that they're sort of shuffling aside right now because. Spider-Man. Spidey, Spider-Man. Spider and the world went crazy. So this was this was so weird to me because I, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, as I hope a majority of people are. You know, I constantly say this. I love Spider-Man. I think his he has one of my favorite hero stories. And um, I was excited, just like anyone else who was a fan, to see him. And then, of course, we get two seconds. So, which, which is fine. I'm okay. Which is, I'm okay yeah, I understand. Yeah. It's a teaser. But the issue for me is this. Whatever you would have given us, even if it was the entire, like, two, three minutes of just Spider-Man, it would still be a controversy. Why? Because people would say, it's not enough for you to judge, but everyone judges it, right? Like, I know I did right He's away. He's literally going to be in the movie for, five, like, five yeah, minutes yeah. at he, most. Five, ten minutes at and most. And I think they really have to do something about that like talk about it or say something on twitter about it because people are going nuts over this everyone knows who spider-man is even they even though they may not know who black panther is who um you know some of the other heroes are on there some people still don't know who ant-man is even though he was on a movie in, in, a, in a movie but um yeah, so this is what happened for me it was CGI. Now, it popped up in my in my in my peripheral vision as I wasn't really watching the trailer until I was waiting for that one spot to happen. And then I saw him and I was like, okay, that looks a little cartoony, a little like a game. Now, first off, there's no way they're gonna have someone literally swinging through the sky, right? So there's some CGI involved and then the real one's landing. So but one of the things that threw me off is the color correction on it and the eyes, of course, which is guaranteed CG, because there's a roboticness to the eyes. Yeah. Something happens in the end where he sort of like closes his eyes a little bit and you hear the mechanical, you know, like kind of sound. So um, now one thing I want to bring up before we talk about that, though, is CGI work was in progress during these trailers. Right, right. Now, someone has a shot by shot um, comparison, I think, of the first trailer and this trailer where you can see different backgrounds. And then all of a sudden, Scarlet Witch is flying in one and the other. She's on the floor. And then Ant-Man is in one and Ant-Man isn't in another one. So. So there's this kind of controversy going on that maybe these, these trailers are just literally meant for, you know, to, uh, to give you that taste of, like, what you're going to get. But there's some CGI in progress during these trailers um, being released. So I'm not 100% sure on that, of course. But there's we're guaranteed to know that a lot of this is on green screen. A lot of this is going to be CG to a certain extent. And um, so give me your take on it. So what do you think on the CG be, side be, of things? Before I get into all that, the trailer was so... Good. You did not need. I almost feel like putting Spider Man in the trailer hurt the trailer. Yeah, it hurt it. It hurt. I um, honestly think so. You did now, not need. I would not have put Spider Man in the trailer. I would have left Spider Man 
as a reveal for when the movie came out. I think it was a mistake. I I know why they did it. So they're 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 showing the movie in its entirety at CinemaCon in April. Um, so I think they wanted to do it on a, through a fish on official channel before we started getting really low res camera yeah, quality no. pictures of, and it makes sense it makes sense of, of yeah. Spider-Man the, the, I think that's something they're doing more I, often now. I want to talk about the trailer itself um, for a little bit before getting into the whole Spider-Man thing because okay, at this it. point who cares about Spider-Man but let's be honest though the trailer was really good the it's just that the, everyone was waiting for Spider-Man I know which, which I think is sad because um, the, tra- the trailer was it was edited so well and it was it really gets me hyped for the movie one of the things that I liked that we got is I the whole time I think me and a lot of people have been wondering like uh, comic book fans like if there were going to be any similarities to the original storyline in the comic books. Yeah. And you see in the trailer that the reason why the whole thing is, the whole war is starting is because of the destruction of New York, D.C., and Sokovia. In the comic books, the whole reason Civil War starts is because um, a group of mutants, the New Mutants, accidentally blow up an island while filming a reality TV show. So while the story is different in the, in the movie to... To the, uh, compared to the comics, at least the core of the conflict it's, yeah, that's what is, more, is is very similar, which I'm very, very happy with. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that in the comics, the conflicts, it's, that leads to there being like a, a superhero registration act. I'm not sure if that's the actual conflict in the movie because they didn't really go there, but I, I'm happy that at least it has some of, of the core ties to the original story. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait to see all these people fight each other. Um, I, I'm Team Cap all the way. I think you are too. Yeah, I, I, it just doesn't make sense why if, you'd be on the government side. Support, in my opinion. If you support Iron Man, you're a communist. But the thing is, why would you is my thing. Ever it, since it I read Civil War, I was like, why would anyone choose that side dude, if, if, if outside you, of being blackmailed? If, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're for America, you should... Uh, or if you're for freedom, you should support yeah, Captain much, America. Yeah. Dude, he, and I will say, Civil War is one of the things that actually got me to like Captain America more, because I thought he I was too... Cap. I thought he was too straightforward. He was like the, you know, the, the Boy Scout that's too... He's he can't make now. a mistake, right? But then, when I saw this, I was like, holy cow! I'm saying cow because I was going to say you say Right, right, right. But, um... I, <laughs> I just... I loved it. I loved... I fell in love with this character more because of Civil War, and I'm glad they're not changing it. And you know what? If they go down the, the route of, like, following Civil War, what what made Civil War such a a shock, you know? I really think this movie is going to be amazing. I am... Um, so, apparently, it's like a 15-minute... That, that, the whole fight scene between them is like a 15-minute frenzy action thing, which is going to be You know, it's funny. Sometimes awesome. 15 minutes is all you get in awesome. CG sometimes. Awesome. Like, awesome. So I, um, I'm excited about it. I, I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm really excited to see Crossbones, who will probably end up being the major villain of the piece. I think Baron Zemo's in it. Um... So I, I'm really excited, and then of course the whole Spider-Man thing. Um, so let's not spend a lot of time on it because they didn't on the trailer. But pretty much, just the, 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 the complaints. Okay, so here's my thing. The suit I feel is too literal of an adaptation to the comic book, which in any other case would be fine. But here's the thing: the other people in the Marvel movies, the other heroes, their looks have not been direct adaptations of the comic books. They've they've kind modernized. of modernized. They've modernized them, and they've, they've it's they fit the tone of the movies. Because Spider-Man's suit, at least going off the trailer, is so literal of an adaptation, down to like the brightness of the color. I feel like it's out of place. Yeah, visually, I agree. I agree. visually with the rest of the people. Now, I have no issues with the suit itself. It's the color 
of the suit. It's too bright. It doesn't go with the look of the movie. I I like the black bands that they added. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. There are some lines and some line work on there that's yeah. like very you know, I like modernized. The, I like the the animated eyes. I think that's kind of cool. Well, look. So, okay, so this is my thing. I agree with the bright the colors, but I feel like that's actually done in post. It feels like that red almost feels unnaturally red. That, that suit cannot be that red in real life. So, um. It felt like it was too bright. Yeah, classic Spidey. And another thing, someone froze, uh, you know, did a frame-by-frame. And in the back, he has the round spider, the circular round cartoony spider from the comics. So they're definitely trying to pay homage to the originals, which I respect that. But to a certain extent, it breaks the look completely right. because everyone else has something modernized that makes even sense like, even as like a suit the, the, col- the colors for everybody's colors toned down like Captain America's blues they're yeah. not really like bright blues yeah. they're like they're like, darker yeah so I don't <sighs> now Man. the thing is a lot of people are saying that oh this is probably a, a costume that a kid put together and that's the whole thing I, I disagree with that but listen the reason I disagree with it now is because of the eyes in the end I think so I think this is an, a, a Tony so suit. right what I thought from the beginning I, I think the original suit we're gonna see him in and maybe we won't see it in this one maybe we'll see it in his movie i think I'm, I'm imagining like a hoodie like something a kid would put together yeah this suit that we saw definitely stark tech yeah definitely stark tech yeah i and the thing is the the reason that's weird to me okay it makes it makes perfect sense and that's the only reason they did the eyes in the end to tell you that right it's definitely now stark tech, the yeah. reason it's weird because in civil war we do have well actually in the comics what happens is down the amazing spider-man uh Tony does get involved with Spider-Man's suit, and he makes the Iron, Iron Spider spiders. armor. Yeah. And that is... Which I is, mean, look... It's basically Spider-Man's suit metallic, with these, with, these with metallic arms, arms that come out. And Iron Man's And some upgrades and, and whatnot. The r- but, red and gold, yeah. Yes, but that's what I was just saying. That's Iron Man to me. I was like, this guy is the kind of person, has the personality that's like, look, I'm going to make you a suit, but, but it's going to be, be my, my color. colors. Why? Because my colors are badass, yeah. right? That's his personality. So that's why it was a little off to see this happening, because I was like, this doesn't seem like anything that he would make and then they did have a high-res image of the, the suit that you see it where it actually shows more of the texture you can't the texture is lost in, in the distance in the distance yeah and now one of the things is it looks better when you see it but the problem is that those little details are gone at a distance like i said right, right. so I, I think that's a little problematic um that aside i do think the, the past spider-man suits were amazing andrew i think Gar- they looked really and, good andrew garfield's is the best one i love yeah, it looks great i love andrew and there's little Spider-Man details suit. and whatnot that they that, that they had to make them more you know pop and more realistic and more believable and uh, now seeing that compared to this one threw me off and i think that's what it is absolutely but on top of that i'm not even gonna really care because i think people are putting too much into spider-man now because they teased it and they sort of ruined I, that aspect I, of the movie I even, a little bit i don't bit. even care this it's cool that he's in the movie but i don't care that I don't care so much that he's in the movie. He's gonna get his own movie down the line, anyways. Um, it's it's it's. I'm excited about the Civil War aspect of it. Yeah, I am too. Um, so I I hope that the Spider-Man thing gets worked out, and um, we should do I mean, uh, the, an origins of Spider-Man. The, by the, the way, the movie the movie is. They're showing the movie in like a month. So yeah. one of the things we have to talk about is we're gonna do an episode on uh, an origins episode of Spider-Man oh, because that's gonna be I, a long episode. No, I know, but I want us to talk about who we expect the villains to be and who we want the villains to be because I have some ideas that I can, just gonna t- be I can like tell a few you, hours. I can tell you who it won't be. 
Batman. It won't be Venom. <laughs> no, because he has his own movie. Sony wants to make his, his yeah, yeah, movie now. So. But um, we'll talk about that. We'll save that for an episode uh, for Origins. Anyways, um, so we will move on to 10 Cloverfield Lane because we have a few more minutes left. And um, so we saw it. And there's something I don't know if you, you're we're, aware of. We're going, we're going to spoilers? We're going we're going to do spoilers. We're going all out. So at, the, at this point in the show, we're going to give you five seconds. Yeah. So, five, guys. four, three... Two, one. All right, yeah. No, no, we're gonna do Spoilers. our pirate. We'll leave our pirate in there Spoilers. next time. We'll bring our pirate on board next time. But yeah, guys, be be ready for spoilers because I have a lot of information for this one. Now, first off, let's just start off with the basic idea of whether or not you liked it. Did you like it? I freaking loved it. I loved it. It too. was so. I good. loved it. I think it was great. Now, one of the things that I told you. And um, I still, you know, hold, I think it's true, is that this is a story within a story. Right. So what, um, should we talk about what the, what, what it's about? What should we do? How do you want to do I don't want to, I, I, I kind of feel like, I, I don't want to get too much into the, the, the specifics of it because even people, even though we said spoilers, like I, I still want to keep some of the mystery box for people who whatever, but um, we have to give it away though. That's the whole point. Yeah, at this point, I, I think people I saw do, it. What you were getting at is that this, this story is basically taking place at the same time that the original movie is taking place. That Cloverfield is that Cloverfield taking is taking place, place yeah. in a different part of the country. Yes. Now, look, let's just, I mean, I'm going to lay it out flat. Cloverfield, there's an attack. And people or, are trying um, to figure it yeah, out. New York City. I believe so. I'm not yeah, 100%. I don't York want to City. be on a... Yeah, yeah, no, it is in New York. But um, this is now... A, this is Illinois, I think. This, this is in Houston. Near Houston. Right. It, I, but I think because when they show the mail... It, oh, it yeah, yeah, like yeah, right, yeah. So what happens here is that we have a hostage situation pretty much, right? Girl wakes up in a bunker. What's a bunker for? You can probably tell at this point. Yeah. Something's going on above. You're locked in here. And the point is this. It's like misery. It's a lot like yeah, misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. You're locked in here for your own safety. Don't leave or you'll kill us all. Now, pretty much what happens is that you can, I mean, because of Cloverfield, you have an idea of what's going on up right. the top. So that kind of idea is. But even then, you know, even then, the, because of what's because of the internal conflict within the what's happening in the bunker, you're you're kind of unsure until the end of of maybe this isn't set in the Cloverfield universe. Yeah. Maybe this is like maybe maybe this John, this, this is before or maybe this character's lying. Maybe like like you're not really sure until towards the end of yeah. whether or not it actually there's a lot a, a lot of little things that arise that once you, you start feeling comfortable oh I know where the story is I know where we're at boom something changes now the thing is this is almost like a character study because you're spending a lot of time with three characters in a, in a little in a tight space right now one of the things that I liked was I mean look first off amazing acting amazing little story in between All the way. I like the back and forth I like the, every the situation that they got put John into John Goodman Mary Elizabeth Winston and John Gallagher Jr. were now watch phenomenal. I'm going to blow your mind if you don't know about what I'm going to talk about now but we've been completely fooled do you have anything? Any no. idea? Okay, so this is gonna get a little a little tricky. So, J.J. Abrams is the only one connected to this movie that was connected to right. Cloverfield. Right. Like no one else from the original Cloverfield has anything to do with this right. movie. Right. Because I think Matt Reeves directed the first one. He was yeah. nowhere near this one. Yeah, Abrams yeah. now. 
Abram's name is for some reason on the posters is it, it's his only name. It, it's just it's his name and then the, the title of the movie. Right? And no, and, and uh, Dan Trachtenberg's name is there too. No, the director. I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it is. And some posters that I've seen online. Now I find that a little awkward because I, I get how you have to sell movies, right? You have to put names to names, like you know Will Smith concussion. Why? Because you can't if it's yeah. anyone else, no one's gonna go watch it. Now, on a Reddit post. I found out that this had this was originally called Valencia and the Cellar, right? And it was closed down by Paramount. So now this, do you see where I'm trying to go with this? I, th- th- well, you're getting a, I kind of knew already, yeah. So okay, so watch, it was brought back with rewrites that connected right. it to Cloverfield. Well, what's, that's what I was gonna say. It's it's you really, you could have made this movie. Without the Cloverfield connection, exactly. Completely yeah. without the Cloverfield connection, yeah. you did not need Cloverfield. It's yeah. cool, yeah, exactly. But it doesn't. The movie stands on its own. So, it doesn't. Need so pretty it. much, this was a failed. I mean, I, I think it's failed to go into production script. Right. So it failed. They brought it back and they sort of revived it by connecting it to Cloverfield. And someone said this online as well. I can't. I wish I could quote who said it, but they they sort of use Cloverfield. As a Twilight Zone title, correct. It's like saying, okay, so Cloverfield means it's gonna be. It's almost gonna be like post a, an, an anthology of movies, like yeah. a collection of movies that aren't that are relating to an right, apocalyptic right, situation. Right, right. And I liked thinking of it that way. So look, when I first, if I saw this before watching the movie, I would have gone into the movie with a negative thing in my head, right? Like this negative planted right, thought. Right. Now the thing is, this is a successful revival slash cash grab. So big. Because look, look, I'm not gonna judge these people for saying, okay, look, we have this whole script here. Can we possibly use this for anything? thing i'm not gonna blame them for that because it makes sense you have to use what you have sometimes you know and i was completely fooled into thinking this was just this is a secret cloverfield movie well no it's a movie that they used and then they connected it to it last second but the problem it's not really a problem the the thing is they did it well and i still like it I still like it. I still, I still think that it's worth watching, and I still think that it was well acted, and, and it's, everything fell it's, into place really well. What's awesome though is because of the Cloverfield connection, like which they did with the original movie. This movie, and you can tell how they did. It, like this movie was made completely in secret. Like they didn't tell anybody. It was, it was. One day I woke up and the trailer was there, and like it was like two months ago. Yeah. The trailer was there, and it's you have this full completed movie, and it's like holy crap. And it, the whole movie takes place in a room, so it's easy to hide the fact that you're making a movie. Um, of course. Yeah. Um, but like the the fact that you do that, and then the movie comes out, and it's so. It's better than for me, even though it's hard to compare because they're two completely different movies. Yeah. I enjoy this movie more than I enjoy Cloverfield. And I enjoy Cloverfield. It's like, th- you know, I, I'm thinking of it this way. Imagine if you saw Misery and then <laughs> you, 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 connected, your, your misery connection. And they connected it to Cloverfield. It, um, it still would be a great movie and it would be tied to something that I want. I don't want to die. I don't want the Cloverfield movie to die out on its own because I'm a big fan of it. I know some people hated it because of the shaky camera thing, which is, by the way, not on this movie at all. It's, it's just, it's a different movie. Yeah. Um. It's it was so good. It, it's it has this eerie sci-fi quality to to it that I haven't seen in a while. It, it's it had I haven't had it. It's been a while since I had this much fun at a movie and um. It was it was so and the fact that you don't know anything about it going in is so fun. Yeah. No. I I completely I loved it. I think that experience that mystery box experience where you're so like awesome. you hey, guys have to go the, watch this. This movie. is a movie that's in the right hands. 
It has the right actors. It has the so right. Uh, it has a lot. It does a lot well. And the thing is, if you, it's like when a friend recommends a movie. You know, if you have a, fr- a friend you trust who knows movies, and he says, "Hey, you have to go see this movie. It's good." You don't even care about asking. Okay, what is it about? What is it? Da, da, da. You just go. You sit down and you enjoy it. And that movie, that type of experience is gone. But the, the now only, everyone knows what's going to happen. The only thing that I'm scared of now, because we talked about the, like it being an anthology where you have a series of movies that aren't necessarily connected, but I'm not going to say what happened, but I want to see a continuation of this particular Yes, story. I do too. There's a really badass moment at the end. It's basically the last shot of the movie. There's just a like really badass moment where like it sets things in motion and I really, really want to see the next part yeah, of, I do of, too. of the story. I mean, you know I don't what? know if, it, it, I don't it, know if felt, we will, but... It felt like Legends with Will Smith. Which is based off of I the Omega Man. I am Legend. Yeah. And, um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, I am Legend, which is based off the Omega Man and the Last Man on Earth. Right, right, right. And um, it ended in that way, right? Where she gets to the well, city I, I, or whatever. I, I, I don't want to see what happens. I don't want to see what happens. But um, no, no. But what I'm saying is that it ends in a way where it says, "Okay, let's see what happens in the next movie," and it, then it never. Happens. It, it ends in a way where it sets the character off in, in a direction that um, is, you know, towards salvation. That's gonna be totally badass. Yeah. That I want. But see. it never happens. So I'm hoping that this happens. And you know what? I think they, even if this was made as a, a way to salvage what they had, they probably accidentally just made a new genre of mystery box movies. Dude, it was, it was I, oh man, I, I want to see more. It's, it was so good. I, yeah. I cannot believe how good it was. But that goes back to Hollywood culture of like scripts leaking and people reading the full script and knowing everything and then spoilers exist. And then, you know, people know what to expect when you go into a movie. You know what I wasn't expecting? It was actually like, it wasn't a, it was funny. Like, it had some funny moments in yeah. it that I was like, that. they were just at the right time, and they were just funny enough to kind of, like, I don't know. That was me. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I agree. I think it's one of those things that life is like that, isn't it? Like, sometimes you'll go through, like, really crappy moments and, and you, still laugh. You, you, because you have to use humor. It's psychological. Then you have to use humor to help you, yourself get through it. Um, yeah, and, I mean, you know what? John Good. Oh, my. John I'll never, Goodman. I'll never see John Goodman the same way. Which, which is good. Like, he was so good. You no, know, I feel like this is my wife says this all the time. He's going to die. <laughs> That's what she says. She says whenever someone old appears and you're like, oh, I love this guy. She goes, he's, he's going to die. He's not that old. I, you know, I know, but you know what? He, he's, he's, just, he's big. Yeah, he's, he's, he looks a little old. He's yeah. been around for a while yeah, and yeah, yeah. everyone dies eventually. But, oh, man, this guy is amazing. He was so good. Amazing. And I, think and good, he, I think it's good, too, for like, for like, because people know who he is, but like, Mary Elizabeth, the one that she's had a couple roles here and there, but like, and like John Gallagher, I think it's a good breakout movie for them. I, th- yeah. I hope they get way more roles after after no you know what yeah she was amazing and he John Gallagher Jr. is kind of the comedic relief of the movie like even though he's not super but like uh, he was so good um yeah Oh man, I, it was so good. Go watch it. So, yeah, go watch it, guys. If you're wondering whether or not you should go watch it, is it worth your $20? Yes, it is. It is go really watch it, guys. It's, it's awesome. really a fun experience. Don't listen to what anyone if, says. If, Just if it, go watch if, it. If you're scared of watch, if not, I want to see it because you're scared you're going to vomit because of the shaky cam the first one had, or it's like a straight-up kaiju movie like the first one was, not at all. Not at all. That's not a, at such all, a small percent all, of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is like pretty much a movie, and then they add a little bit of something else to just you know say, hey, possibly it can lead to there, something. There's, there's a really, there's a really good payoff. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. There's yeah. a really, really good payoff. All right. So we're just about an hour in almost, so we have to rush this part of the, of the episode. Uh, thing of the week, we got to do it. So are go. We, are we doing it? Let it out. Let it out. Hold on. Oh boy. It's a little different. <clears throat> Oh, okay, I did not know you were going to do that, because that's right in my face. 
He's literally he's putting on a strap in case you're listening. Thing of the week. Thing of the week. I don't know what's saying this It's not a Mr. Rogers episode. Ready? Thing of the week. Thing of the week. Thing of the week. Thing of the week. Okay, so you just just turn this episode into like an old like 25 to 2005 people are sleeping indie song people are sleeping this is like an indie song right now oh god <laughs> all right anyways um so thing of the week what is your thing of the week because i don't know i know okay so i've recently rediscovered wrestling uh what do you mean rediscovered so i was a huge wrestling fan when i was a kid yeah. and then i I got to a point where I thought it was stupid and I stopped watching it. And then a bunch of people that I know have are still watching WWE. And like I tried getting back into it and I was like, uh, it's still not my thing. And then I came across this thing that's actually a year and a half old. Um, Robert Rodriguez has this channel. It's the L Ray Network that he owns. And, oh, okay. And he has this wrestling show on it called Lucha Underground. Interesting. They basically brought the Mexican style of Lucha Libre. Which is, by the way, really fun. So fun. They brought it to America, and he has this show called Lucha Underground, which is basically, it's a new wrestling league, um, but it's unlike the other wrestling wrestling leagues, it's 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 seasonal, so it doesn't just keep going. They do it by seasons, and every episode is shot as an episode, and it connects into other episodes. And like, even though you have your your luch, your, your your matches, it's like dramatic, and it's really really good, and it's something that I've never experienced with wrestling before. And I'm surprisingly hooked to it. Like, I, I bought the entire first season, and I've been watching it, and like, it's just so good. And the the wrestling is crazy, man. That Mexican style of lucha libre, dude. Is like you know insane. what it is? They're so nimble, and they're so crazy. Fly all over the, I want like they, they shoot it um, in uh, in LA and I want to go to LA just to go to a taping of the show. Um, I'm having so much fun with it. So if, if you want to see wrestling, uh, find Lucha Libre. The the first season's on on iTunes now. Um, it's just it's so fun. It's called Lucha Underground on El Rey Network, and it's I've been I've been having a blast watching it. So that's my thing of the week, man. That's crazy. Uh, you know what? I really want to watch it. What? What's his name? What's the wrestler? Um, Ray Ray Mysterio Jr. He's there. He was my all-time favorite. He's as a there. Kid. He's there. Really. He's He's season two. He comes in. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, and they have they this. have this guy called his name is Prince Puma, and he's just like flying all over the place. They they have man. It's it's. So, so wait, hold on. Let me ask you. It's just randomly in my head. Is there gay wrestlers? Yes. Because I was gonna say, you know what? That would be such an there's, awesome there, thing there's, to see. There's, there's, because there's a wrestler in Lucha Underground. I don't know if the actual person is gay, but. His the persona is like a kind of like it's called Pimpan, uh, something Pimpanella, yeah. and it's like a flamboyant kind of like. But people like are behind her, that is behind awesome. him. I'm sorry, and like <laughs> it's just like, dude, it's so it is so much fun. And the cool thing is that it's only like if you watch it as a week, it's only 42 minutes a week. It's an episode, as, whereas if you're watching WWE. Uh, Raw's three hours plus SmackDown, which is awesome. another hour. So it's 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 forty, it's forty minutes a week, and it's the the storylines are awesome, and it's just the wrestling is so much fun. I'm having a blast watching it. So Lucha I'm gonna, Underground. I'm definitely gonna watch that. Lucha um, Underground. And the reason I made that connection, by the way, was because I was watching the Birdcage with Robin Williams, Robin Williams yeah. and I was like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. So what yes, if you're if you if you've ever been a fan of wrestling, give Lucha Underground a shot. It's really really fun. All right, so uh, my thing of the week is Hearthstone. 
It's been a while, so... Yeah, so which means it's been a while, so now we have a new expansion, and this actually... I was going to do a full thing on this, but then I realized, you know what? Expansions are going to be so common, and then again, we don't tackle that many games. As long as, as long as it's something really big, we don't talk about it, right, right? right? So it's definitely my thing of the week for that reason. And they released a new exp uh, uh, details on a new expansion called Whispers of the Old Gods. And the reason I wanted to actually make this my thing of the week is because I'm a huge HP Lovecraft fan. I love that world he's created. I, I know many people do as well. And definitely these guys because it's very HP. It's very Lo Lovecraftian. Lovecraftian. It's very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Now, instead of, you know, Cthulhu, they have Cthulhu. So it's like a like a tune version of them, I guess. I don't know. Really funny. I love the idea behind this expansion. It sounds this is so like something I, I'd be into. 134 new cards for me to collect, of course. Um, old gods have pretty much altered and changed some of the previous minions. So let's say this this one card did this. Well, now it's the opposite. It's evil or whatever, you know. So it's a really fun thing. If you guys are into Hearthstone at all, go check it out. Um, go check it out. It's old oldgods.com. We'll take you to the site. You need to check it out. Out and um, yeah, that's my thing of the week. Awesome. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so one more thing we're going to talk about because there's more on there, but it's just we will not have enough time to, to cover all the other topics. Uh, I wanted to talk about Nintendo Land. Okay. Because it's coming to Universal Japan. <laughs> so in other words, when you're like, yes, oh, finally, Nintendo's going to do something awesome. It's in Japan, which, let's be honest, it makes perfect sense because that's their backyard. Yeah. But um, this one w weird website called Sankei News, I, I hope I said that right, uh, reported on this. And Nintendo announced this last year. And this was supposed to be sort of a big thing because now Nintendo has this fear that they're being so private with their, you know, that with their with their properties that it's actually affecting them in a negative way. They're going downhill, in my opinion. So they're starting to branch out and get their name and branding out there. And they're starting to do cell phone games. Remember we, we talked about that? I don't know what the hell Nintendo is doing. Yeah, exactly. They, they need Play, to do something. Play, play simple. I have no idea what the hell Nintendo is yeah. doing. So anyways, Universal Studios rights, uh, has the rights to its properties, which I think they're in safe hands. And they're investing by them. I mean, uh, Universal is investing three hundred and fifty million dollars, and they're gonna they're gonna make something that's on par with the Harry Potter attractions. Which, by the way, I think that was amazing. That I've never been to a theme park that disconnected me so much from the previous bar, was, spot that I was. Disney World is awesome. Yeah, because as soon as you walk in, it literally feels like holy cow. Yeah, like Wizarding World transformed. Was the, and California is getting in now too. Um, yeah. Was the yeah, Wizarding World is the bomb. So they're gonna do something like that with Nintendo. Nintendo, in my opinion, a little too late. A little too late. Yeah. I feel like this should have been around in the nineties. Nintendo's so they're they're old out school. Out of touch, they, man. yeah, exactly. Out of touch is perfect. Uh, anyways, uh, the reports say it's going to focus on Mario or Nintendo characters. I don't. I, I almost don't care. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. That's the sad part, right? But I mean, I would go if I went to Japan. I would definitely go. Now, the thing is, you have to hold your breath, of course, because it's going to be released in 2020. Yeah, so like I said, I don't care. Sometime from now, it's, Nintendo probably won't I even definitely would check it out. Yeah, I, I I would not be surprised if they try something so over the top crazy like they did with the Wii. Just to get some attention going again because it's a little bit uh, not out there anymore. Now, um, since we have a few minutes left, I did want to say, <laughs> you know, EverQuest, right? They EverQuest next got canceled. 
Yeah. So EverQuest, That's the, the guys behind them, Daybreak, had two big things coming out for EverQuest. EverQuest next? People were looking forward to it because MMOs have gone, gone down the route where they're temporary games that fall off completely. Right. Um, there's there's a few I can think of. Star Wars had, what was it? Uh, the Old Republic, but people are still playing it. No, but the thing with the Old Republic is that it's more aimed at a for, uh, at a single-player experience where there's a story, the story then the story it's, it's ends, then what are you going to do after? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. The, it's not concentrating on endgame as much. And a few other MMOs that I'm not going to bring up have been falling off completely. They either go down the free-to-play and then they're gone. Now, EverQuest was one of the first. You it's, know, one of the big first it's ones. It's the one that got me into MMORPGs. Yeah, and they sold people on that idea. The fact that I'm old enough to mm-hmm. have played EverQuest is Of great, course. But, oh. but then, of course, they announced the cancellation of it. They're just done with it. EverQuest 2 was pretty good. It was hard as shit. Yeah. It was super hard. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's, that's pretty... I'm not going to go much into that one, but it's just a quick idea of, like, where MMOs are going because a lot of them and are I, going back to multiplayer experiences that are not aimed at massive, ser- you know, having huge servers. I'm not, I'm not a hardcore gamer by any means, but the games that I do enjoy the most are massively multiplayer online games, and we don't have those type. Of, we only we have WoW, but even then, like to, to me, honestly, WoW is the game that killed the massively multiplayer online experience because it, it, I think it changed it for the worse because it made it more mainstream, which I think hurt it. Um, yeah, yeah. But so I, I missed I missed the MMORPGs of old. Um, and it's kind of sad because I was kind of I was kind of I had my eye on EverQuest next. I want to see if it would be like a return to like that old style of like MMORPG. So I think now what we're looking at, at least in gaming, is shorter multiplayer experiences. By shorter, I mean like maybe you know like a year. And you, you have know? you have hybrid MMORPGs now. Like you have Destiny, you have the Division, you have um, exactly yeah. So which, which is it's 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 an interesting mix. So I yeah. I, I miss the, the games of old. I think it's also a mixture of getting older people into games because now. We went from kids. Now we're adults. There's no time. Yeah, we're gonna have families. It's hard. You know, it's, are, it's hard to sit down and like actually. Play yeah, it's like, difficult. So I think people are aiming for, you know, games that you know are temporary. So you want to jump on them as soon as you can and play, and then be done with it, and then move on to the next. Right, right, right. But yeah, so that pretty much wraps up our show, guys. Um, Daredevil's coming out this week. Daredevil's coming out this week. Yeah, we're gonna have to binge that. I'm gonna, gonna watch, watch it. I'm gonna watch it in one sitting. Ali's gonna watch it with you. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna get Kate to watch it with me. Yeah. I got her to watch season one. We gotta do a roundtable. We're gonna do a roundtable Sunday on that. before before everybody else does one. <laughs> All right, if you want to beat everyone to it, we'll do it. Um, anything else? I'm gonna buy a Daredevil mask and wear it. Okay. Uh, on another note, he's gonna buy a Daredevil. I'm gonna mask. wear. I'm gonna wear. A red, I have my horse mask. I'm gonna wear a red um, leather suit. Um, super tight. By the way, how kinky is that outfit, right? Like, if you think about it outside, it's, like, it's like super le- kink. Leather... You horny? About, you about, they're, they're horny. Yeah, Daredevil. And then Electra's is, like, yeah. It's a, it's Alright, so that's... You guys have something to look forward to next week, then. Me and a leather outfit. Okay, don't say. Alright, guys, have a good one, and we'll see you for... On Wednesday. Maybe. Hopefully. Yes, <laughs> you will. Now, if you want to interact with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook and Google+. So check out the show description for those details as well. And finally, if you want to support the podcast and help us out, the best way is to subscribe and share. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or just manually by adding us to your favorite podcatcher through our RSS feed. To your friends, family, enemies, personal robotic butlers, anyone you can think of, we'd really, really appreciate it. We really would.